language instruction, like candy or like medicine. Back in 1964, Mary Poppins sang on screen, Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in the most delightful way. I've sometimes thought about this balance between the sweet and the bitter in language learning. Not every step in the process is a snap, nor do birds chirp merrily on the windowsill as learners toil over their studies. But certainly, a more digestible coding can make a presentation, an explanation, or an exercise easier to take in. Agreed? This past week, I took a different approach with one advanced student who is trying to achieve greater consistency in correcting a few persistent syntax errors. I'd been giving a mix of tasks targeting the known issues, but the most recent exercise I created for her focused on only one common mistake, separating a transitive verb from its object. The mistake is easier to spot in short, simple sentences. For example, she meets everyday new people. That should be, she meets new people every day. It's more challenging to recognize this mistake and fix it with complex ideas. But my student is highly proficient and writes for academic and professional purposes. So our practice must be at a high level. I reworded statements from a Washington Post article on migrant youth crossing the southern U.S. border. Knowing that we always dedicate some portion of our one-hour lesson to current issues, I felt this was an interesting way to create a context for the error correction task at the appropriate language level. Here are two of the 12 sentences I asked her to correct. One. For the past several weeks, migrant youth are crossing in record numbers the U.S. border. 2. The government is racing to add for these minors shelter capacity. Did you catch the errors? Can you move the prepositional phrases so that the verbs aren't separated from their objects? As we worked our way through the dozen items, we also discussed the issue at hand. This combination of reading, writing, and speaking allowed me to assess my student's consistency with verb plus object. Her speed at correcting the sentences increased because she knew to focus on the verb and search for the direct object. Discussing a few related statements that we had just corrected was an opportunity to echo the language with the correct syntax. With an intermediate student of mine, the bitter pill has been writing in general, a skill somewhat ignored up to about a year ago. However, her work now requires a stronger command of written communication, so we work in a writing task every week. The sugar coating has often been writing about topics of interest, including family experiences and reactions to social media posts she comes across. This has given her more motivation to write, and then I'm able to guide her written expression so that standard grammar, spelling, and punctuation are used. Sometimes the spoonful of sugar is completely absent because we need to compose a business email. But the sweetness can be tasted in other tasks I include in our 30-minute lesson. 
The lovely element of private instruction is that I can customize to a high degree. If we stick with the Mary Poppins analogy, then it's like compounding a medication for a specific individual, rather than pulling factory-made pills off the shelf. I thoroughly enjoy my role as the pharmacist who does the compounding. Another advanced student has set the goal of improving his pronunciation. We've agreed that intonation and rhythm are key. It's been delightful to tap into his passion for history. I've been able to research various topics and then create sets of tasks with the same basic format from lesson to lesson, identifying word stress, marking thought groups, using linking, asking questions with the correct intonation, and then reading a full paragraph for oral reading fluency. As we work through these familiar tasks, we also discuss the given topic. The samurai, the smallpox vaccine, the history of wood, the Second World War, and the Vikings. Even for a mass audience, I've had to make choices between giving the candy or giving the medicine. Not all my videos or playlists were specifically requested, but I recognized a need and decided on a remedy. Now, when students say they understand me well, but they can't understand many other American English speakers, I direct them to my fast speech series. When they say they lack confidence speaking, one of the links I often share is to my oral reading fluency playlist. No one ever begged for a lesson on punctuation, but I've often directed students to my writing videos, which go over standard use of punctuation marks in American English. Does that sound like nasty medicine? <laughs> well, my examples and tasks are set in the context of magical powers and related movies like Phenomenon with John Travolta. Yes, I try to give some candy here and there. A recent clip of me playing the piano on Instagram got more views than my clips on U.S. history. <laughs> YouTube lessons on idioms, for example, are usually received quite well. But to be honest, I feel it's my grammar lessons that are more potent. I do my best to make sure that this content is easy to swallow and with no bitter aftertaste. 